You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up? Derek, we traveled to the wonderful South Towns yet again. So we'll start with introductions and then we'll dive right into the compound that we've taken over with our equipment. <laughs> That's true. So you guys want to introduce yourselves? Uh, Thomas Turner, head of maintenance. Will Meyer, uh, owner of Lakeview Lawns. Good deal. Yeah. So, so we drove down to the South Towns. We're in Lakeview. We're sitting down with Lakeview Lawns because you guys do a lot with not only the community and making their lawns look absolutely beautiful by laying down stripes, but you also do a lot with the wood that you guys procure from their properties and kind of give back in a lot of different ways. So we wanted to sit down with you guys and go over how this whole thing came about, where this whole thing started, um, when this whole thing started, because I don't think anybody knows, honestly. I think people just know you guys climb trees, cut them down, get poison ivy a couple times a year. And uh, and then throw some wood around. So let's let's start with the story about how this whole thing started, and then we'll kind of progress into where we are today. With the wood, with the business in general, yeah. and the company. How did this whole thing start? Um, I started the business. Um, I I started a business. I actually went out to Montana with a good friend of mine that used to work here, Matt Duggan. He ventured off and started his own company. Well, we were real good friends with his uh, older brother, Mike Duggan. So I went out there and worked with him. So that started in Montana. Mm-hmm. So I, I drove out to Montana. I was 18 years old. Drove out to Montana and learned how to cut trees with Mike Duggan and cut out there and came back home. And learned, he ran his, a small chinking business. That means like caulking inside of um, log cabins. Okay. So it's like the cock in inside. So we worked hard there. Is hmm. like 18, 19 years old, I think it was, and um, worked out there. So after we worked out there, we um, did that for, came back home. And then when we came back home, we did, uh, I started a business, and it was actually called Notch at Tree Service. So it was, and we did trees tree we focused sort of on trees mm-hmm. so that i knew i wasn't going to be like a fall tree company this and that so that was not a tree comp service after not a tree service it became um 
WM services and that lasted for about a year and you know people start businesses they change names and sure. stuff like that but all the principles are all the same tree service landscape and a mowing and that's the three divisions that we're still rolling with today so after WM um, in 2006 up there established in 2006 that was Lakeview Lawns so Iraq or 405 before Iraq I always wanted to do business I was sort of like a small entrepreneur type of guy so I did entrepreneurship so after entrepreneurship we uh, or I did a small business so after that I wanted it to be more after Iraq I wanted to like be serious about it get full throttle on it get incorporated um, wanted to do the business more like serious legit so in 2006 I, I changed the name I wanted it to be more than just Wilmar it's like I didn't want it to be WM I wanted it to be Lakeview Lawns like sure. a team you know more of like LVL a team it's like it's more this business is more than just me mm-hmm. I don't just run this business by myself I run this business with key players in here that I'm sure we'll talk about um, and that went into Lakeview Lawns. Now, before this, WM and Notchett, you know, the, the first key players were my family. You know, I couldn't do this without, obviously, my wife being on board and supporting me, whether I had 20 lawn accounts or 250 lawn accounts. It doesn't matter to her how big I am. And so she's always working with us and letting me do what I have to do. Along with her, same strength of support is my mom and my dad you know not only my mom is she's fully involved with the business she's a secretary she handles she dots all the i's across all the t's she does all the stuff that i can't stand you know (laughs) like as far as like the logistics and and paperwork and this and that and receipts it's like you know enough it's like when you're someone that you know that this right it's just like okay i know you're right but just handle it will you you know she handles everything like that and supports the company with every with all the guys and this and that and then obviously my dad is there supporting with everything too so that's the whole family that supports the business so that's one part of it the other part of it is the main players of our friends so like who helped me also start the business it's always been there since day one and he he just said his introduction I'm not saying it's bullshit but he's more than just a maintenance guy okay he's been there Tom this is Tom Turner Lakeview Lawn's main guy backbone of the company okay so he's the one that started was always there always supported you me when I had doubt when I didn't know if you know there's a lot of ups and downs and a lot of adversity and that you have to get through as an entrepreneur. You know, it's not just like you guys will see, if you want to take your business, Buffalo Buffalo Happy Hour, from here to there, you're gonna to have to go through obstacles. Mm-hmm. People are gonna, you know, put you down. They're not gonna support you. It's in a sense like people hate, hate success. So it's like, you're gonna to have to get through all those adversities. You're gonna to have to get through the COVID-19 mm-hmm. that it was an, that would be an easy excuse for you guys to just shut down Buffalo Happy Hour. Sure. Why would you, why would you even have to? How could you interview anyone? You don't have a mask on. You can't do any interviews. What would you couldn't do anything? Yeah. How could yeah. you do that? How could we work? How could we do trees? How could we do landscaping? 
it, we lost all of our customers. It's COVID, you know? So, you know, that was a huge test. And it was a huge test in the, um, in the restaurant business, you know? And I talked to a lot of other entrepreneurs in the restaurant business, and it was a huge test as a, in the construction field as entrepreneurs are assessed and in the, in the construction business. And it was, it would be an easy excuse. It was a, Absolutely. A, 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 it was a major adversity that you'd have to get through. It was a tough time for America. It was a tough time for everyone. And, but I thought um, the people came together and I thought like that we're, we're actually more united a lot more than you think. No you know, doubt. So look, look, like, look what we did for, um, it's not like look what we did, but like, and I got that from Mark Boyers. He's the one that said that, like, you're a lot more united than you think. Like, yeah, if you get off the news you know, and you just talk to your neighbor, you're so much yeah, more united than you would ever think. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Talking to your neighbors and me, me and my neighbor, we're, he's one of my best friends, Brad Hafner. He's 80, he's 93 years old. He's fantastic. He doesn't give a fuck about who you vote for, who you don't vote for, or this or that. You right. know, we're, we're tight. And so, and that's a perfect example. And um, we're always looking out for each other as far as Americans yeah. go, I would have to think. You know, we support all other entrepreneurs mm-hmm. in general also. Like, we don't have a problem with any other tree company mm-hmm. or any other landscaping company. I don't care. I don't. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? We do what I we do, and that's that. And if well, someone has a problem with us, that's just the way that is, at least. Well, that brings up a good point. So a, a lot of people feel like when they're growing up, cutting lawns is a good way for a kid to make money. Like starting off, not having a job yet, going through high school, it's a good way for them to make money. What advice would you guys have for somebody doing that to legitimize their business and go like you guys did the route that you did of making this an actual business i would say like will taught me work hard always try to improve every single day what can you do better that you didn't do yesterday you'll be successful at it there's a million people that cut lawns but mm-hmm. you can ask mitch and monty how do we get better at it every single day Bigger, better, faster. And that's how you be successful. Yeah. Is if you get complacent, then somebody's going to pass you by. Sure. Just keep going at it and love it. <laughs> you know, just that's your job. Try to do the best that you can at it instead of going through the motions. That's what he taught me, mm-hmm. and that's what I learned. Yeah. It's not hard. It, it, it actually, it actually makes it fun, right? Yeah, you know, like how do I get better? How can I do this faster? How can I do this more efficient? That's what makes my job happy. Mm-hmm. Is thinking about that kind yeah. of stuff. We laugh all the time. I mean, we're we're talking and we laugh and joking absolutely without a doubt. I mean, we're talking. We want the C minus students here. Okay, we have a kid, McGuire Skinicki, that works for us. He goes to RIT and. You know, he's a lot smarter than I was in high school. Let's just put it that way. Okay. But if I could do it, anyone can do it. You know, I don't coach. I'm not a coach. I'm an entrepreneur and I, own it and I teach. My coaching is here. Teaching young kids to come in and work. Mm-hmm. Teach them how to work. Get the work ethic. Get the work ethic. 
Turner's everything Tommy just said with Tommy coaching these kids, you know, and helping them establish a work ethic, become better workers. You know, um, we want these kids to work. Kids, they, you have to be after, out of high school to work here. Okay. So you can't be a junior or sophomore. You can't be a senior. You got to be a graduate. So this is a perfect, for us, it's a perfect job for a kid that wants to work to go through college. Mm -hmm. Once you're in, you're in. It's either you're with us or sort of against us. <laughs> in a sense, <laughs> it is. It's true. So want the, get the crew that's in here, we're tight. So all the younger kids that are here, I, I'm saying kids, but younger, the college, a couple years after college, so they're working here. We want to teach them everything they know that they can do to make themselves better. Meaning, teach, install, like Tommy just said, bigger, faster, stronger, a work ethic. How to work. How to estimate. How to do, um, manage people. Mm -hmm. You know, how to become a leader. And carry on. And then after that, pass them on to whatever they want to do in a sense. Yeah. Meaning, start your own business. Sure, fine, great. What's the training like for cutting down a tree? Is it just like, you're just going to try it, and if you screw up, I'm sorry, good luck? Yeah, training, <laughs> I don't know. The training of cutting down a tree. <laughs> because that, that's a very uh, intimidating thing to do. It is, yeah. We do a lot of different yeah. crazy stuff that may, it's, it's not that you'd want to, like, um, if OSHA was here and if you interviewed them, they probably would like kick us out and say, "All right, you guys don't know." Yeah, shut it down. Shut it down. This operation shut it down. If um, you're dropping trees on houses, yeah, we, a couple months before that, I think I put a tree through the back of my truck. You, brand, you could you know, ask Al. Bill yeah. taught him how to climb. Yeah. He's the yeah. best climber we got. Yeah, we could bring Alex Giovanetto. He's the best tree climber in the Northeast. Um, of the training that we do of how to cut trees down he would be definitely have something to say on this topic. so let's let's start with but. the big so you got three divisions and regarding the tree service side of it what are you actually looking for are you just trimming trees are you completely removing trees like are there trouble spots on the trees where somebody will call you and say hey i got some type of fungus and i just don't want it to spread are you eliminating trees on certain like lots of acreage yeah well, or as far as like we don't we get a lot of calls um we get calls for pruning we don't specialize in pruning alex specializes in the pruning of the of our of our tree division um the ash bore yeah the ash bore enhanced our tree division from here to there we've been cutting down it seems like people just know about the ash bore the last year we've been cutting down ash trees for the last like i would say five six seven mm. uh, how long you know, as soon as it came, I mean, a long time we've been cutting down ash trees. Six or seven. Maybe. Yeah, six or seven. We've been cutting down trees for 20 years, you know, big-ass right. clump maples. Mm -hmm. But we actually sort of, we, there's a saw, it's it's an 880, it had 36-inch bar. I'm like, I'm never buying one again because I don't want to cut trees down that big. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So that was about five years ago. And then we had Alex Giovanadio, AG4, we call him. He, he we, and then we've got the training we actually, I trained, we went to Asheville, North Carolina. We brought a team out there and we trained and we got certified with, hmm. um, um, 
ISA is tree climbers and Alex learned how to climb and he took it from here to there um, and he expanded our tree division in a, a positive lucrative way so we did that as and we so we trained got training out there on-site training it's sort of like as far as like how do you do buffalo podcasts mm-hmm. do it right. yeah. yeah you just <laughs> you know, have to do i'll it teach a couple it. like i'll like i i gotta work on my patience i know that um <laughs> but it's like all right this is how you do it you're not gonna you're like you yep. gotta do it you know so a lot of it's self-taught um we're we're safety I think that's safety's the number one like I would never not not think that we don't talk about safety we have a morning briefing every time with before we go out and cut trees down we have a morning briefing on safety like we all wear higher go go drive around and tell me which customer what tree company's doing it the right way Mm -hmm. you know Tell me who's doing it the right way. Right. And then you, you tell me what, the way they do it, and then you tell me the way, how, what's the right way. That's the thing about business and entrepreneurship. There's there's no rule book. You know, the, where's, the, where's the rule book? Right. You know, you do the way, the best way you can, There's and you do it whatever you feel the, you know, the safest, the right way, and, you know. Which is wild, because I feel like a lot of people don't even understand, but from a teaching standpoint, it's it's realistically, you would teach safety, and then the experience of doing it, like the cuts you would make, you can kind of give pointers, but it's more or less like, hey, just do it, and then you can start on a smaller tree, so the collateral damage isn't yeah. going to be a big deal, yeah, but from a sure. customer standpoint, if you show up with pants, boots, a harness, and a hard hat, they're like, oh, they're a professional, and then you throw in a beard on that, and they're like, this guy's been doing it his whole life. You know, like, no one knows. You know what I mean? Yes, so yes, it's yes, it's kind absolutely. of interesting from a customer standpoint, or from us as like the yeah. outsiders, like what, what does this even mean? You know what I mean? Because there's people that, why would someone want to cut down a tree? Is it power lines? Is it they're terrified that something's gonna hit it, and then it falls on their house? No, exactly what you said. You yeah. know, for to your original questions, too close to the, the over the trees overcoming the house mm-hmm. it's got to go you got three dead ash trees in your backyard mm-hmm. you know how much is it going to be you know i can't, we came up with this like easy estimating freight way to estimate trees i think last year or the year before that maybe it was like small it's like pump uh pumpkin packing small medium large so small trees 500 dollars, medium-sized trees a thousand and a large trees 1500 there and then go. does the customer keep the wood? It depends. That's, do you want the wood? Do you want everything removed? And does that include the stumps? So where is the tree? You know, how tight to the house? Is there power lines? So all those are variables in the price. That's fascinating. Nobody yeah. wants a tree cut down in the middle of nowhere in a giant opening. Right. Every time we do a tree, it's next to a house. <laughs> Otherwise, you just let it go. Yeah, we kissed the wires a couple years ago, like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> National grid. They call us. You want a tree down? Yes. It's cleaning somewhere or garage shed, power lines. Like nobody wants a tree cut down in the middle of the backyard. Right. Yeah. So all you got to do is cut it and drop it. That don't happen. <laughs> they want the tree that's leaning over their house, leaning over their neighbor's house. And you got to deal with the neighbors, this and that. It's, 
Yeah, so do you have to advise the neighbors? Like, hey, we're cutting down a 40-footer. <laughs> like, if you hear a thump, don't call somebody. You know what I mean? Like, what's that conversation like? Or has that not really come up? No. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Of course it comes up. Usually we have, we would see. I wouldn't call it a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> not not a, at the customer. We don't have a problem with the customers that hire us. You know, you got to realize there's, like I told you, there's a lot more people that involved with this of Lake Ones than just myself. It's not just Will Meyer Lake Ones, okay? My cousin Greg Ben Remen, he's the next person in command. He would be here interviewing Tommy Turner, um, Alex Giovanadio still cutting trees down with us, Jeff Taylor, um, and then we have a bunch of guys together. I don't. I'm not trying to leave Imani. anyone out. No, yeah, but the team, basically. It's the team of Ronnie yeah. and Danny Bacon, Shaw, and Cohen, and all these guys that are, you know, I know I'm leaving guys out, but it's not the point. It's that there's the team of, it should be only like, you know, a couple guys, but it's, it's more than that. So you get more players on that. So you got six guys estimating jobs, and they're not my jobs. You know, it's their jobs that they get and they run, and that's their job. You know, that's that's what they do. Okay, so they get a job. That's theirs. That they got to handle. So there's we we're work, we're cutting trees all around the community. You know, not everyone not everyone likes like you wants. <laughs> you know, you got to realize that. You know, there's there's and it, it is what it is. You know, I, I, there's nothing we could do about that. Um, we do the best we can, and that's that. But we cut a drown, cut a tree down for the customer. Customer's happy. We try our best to talk to the neighbor. Nine, we say we do ten tree jobs in one day. Nine out of ten customers are gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Sure, might be someone that is a little upset. Maybe you drop the tree through their pool on accident. You know, mistakes happen. It's a hazardous, <laughs> you know. So that's. That has happened, and, and that will ha- happen. But the problem is the neighbors come in. you got to let the neighbors know. We walk, I think, to your a question that you're right up the topic that you're answering about is that you have the tree in the middle of the property line. Whose tree is it? The neighbors, they come over, they're flipping out because you're cutting it, this and that. Yeah, we run into that usually like once a week. You know. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys have like a, I guess – lack of better terms like a territory or a jurisdiction that you kind of focus on or is it just the south towns because i yeah. some people hear lakeview lawns and like oh they're they're too far away yeah but then well, i talk to you and you're like lawns in rochester so you got lakeview lawns in rochester so you gotta you know any relation or no no see now we got a problem now we got to square up yeah <laughs> gotta so, have them change that name yeah, yeah seriously i think they call them out more. <laughs> so, so in Buffalo, you guys. I think we're changing it to LVL Tree Care anyway, so it shouldn't be a problem. The next generation of names. <laughs> so, so what do you guys focus area wise? Like, where would you say your borders are? The, the South Downs. The okay. South we go Lakeview, Hamburg, Blaisdell, Orchard Park, West Seneca, Loop Back Around. Same as our mowing route. Orchard Park, East Aurora, Loop Back Around, do a little derby, and come back into Lakeview. As we far have- as tree. We also did go to New Jersey last year, though. Yeah. <laughs> One of our other buddies, a Marine Corps buddy, J.J. O'Connor, a great friend, and uh, he's part of the actually team, too. Whenever he comes up, he works. He's the main supporter with the buyers, Maple Farm, and 
and we go out there with with JJ. He's actually leads that uh, project, I guess you could call it. Um, but uh, yeah, we do go out to. He had a tree job in New Jersey. We did go to New Jersey. We do. We work today in Cheektowaga. But mostly around. So you get around. Yeah. 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 You get around a little bit. You know, you got some, if you have a job that's worth a certain amount, we'll get the team together and we'll head out there. Good deal. Uh, removing stumps. <clears throat> there seems to be a lot of stumps in the area. How would somebody get in contact with you? What is tree stump removal cost, or does that vary based off of the size of the it stump? It depends on the job. If you got a thousand dollar tree and you want the stump ground out, it would be twelve hundred. Let's say okay. two hundred fifty dollars. So it would be twelve fifty. You guys have your own stump grinder. We, do we yes, we have a partner that's in partnership with us. Those things are wicked yes. to rent. Yeah. Well, yeah, to rent it's sort of. Yeah, you got to show up with a truck that can actually move the thing. Then you got to put on a trailer. Then you got to have a truck that can move the trailer. Then you got to bring it home. Then it's like by the hour, you understand how much this thing's worth. Yeah. Then you don't want to screw it up because you got to return it. Like, and as soon as you drop no, it off, you got a line of dudes waiting to pick it back up. No. You know, so having having that option is huge because a lot of people don't even have that capability. Like you can't move a stump grinder with a Chevy Cruze. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's it's nice that you guys have that. So yeah. you, that's part of the estimation. To Derek's if question, you want, is you just look Derek at it. Want, yeah. If you want the tree cut down, do you want everything out of there? Do you want the wood? Or are we getting rid of everything? So you say you want it. You got one ash tree. Mm-hmm. It's a large, fifteen hundred dollars. It's like ordering coffee, dude. There you go. It's a large. Yeah, it's a large. Yeah, Venti. one large ash tree, fifteen hundred bucks. Do you want the stump ground out? Yes, yeah. seventeen fifty. What about just like a stump that the tree fell down a while ago? Do you handle like debris and stuff like that? Like if a tree comes down during a storm? Oh, yeah, we do storm. Yeah, yeah. we interviewed a guy not too long ago who wrote a book about the October storm of two thousand six. Oh, did he? Yeah. Did he? Uh, with what was his name? Don Purdy. He worked for the Bills for a while. Did he? What yeah. did he do? What, did, what was the book about? Uh, it was about the October storm. So his whole experiences with uh, working for the Bills, trying to organize all the travel for the Bills players to go yeah. out of town, but then also his own complications with the uh, October storm. Yeah. And you did research. How many trees actually fell down that He year? quantified it. In the October storm, Buffalo lost 55,000 trees in that weekend. Oh, did they? Yeah. So in Which that is situation, yeah, yeah, would you be going to... Yeah. yeah, would you be going to people's houses and like removing yeah. trees? Yeah. Well, we worked. We worked for yeah. three and a half weeks straight. Yeah, <laughs> during that October storm. Yeah, that's what you got. Three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. That was. That wasn't fun, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have to say about that. So thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. I didn't have power for a week, and he just shows up. He's like, "I got two new chainsaws. Let's go to work." Chainsaws. That was fun. What equipment do you use? Do you, are you guys brand loyal? Well, hang on a second. I want to talk. Okay. I got something. I want oh, to okay. Go <laughs> no, it. if we're going to talk yeah. about the October storm, let's do it. Let's hammer like, it. We're in a sense we're storm chasers too. You know, it's like <laughs> well, we thrive off the challenges, the adversity, and this and that. You know, and the problems people have. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so October storm that could cripple a company, or it could enhance it. Mm-hmm. You know. We're up for three, four days straight. We're in the business of cutting trees down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're in the business of plowing. So, you know, during that, when was this storm? When was the snowstorm? October 06. 
when was right the, when we one put our house. six feet. When was that? When that was, was November. November. That was November. Yeah, that was yeah. the November storm. Yeah, that, that was after. That's not when you. That was like 2014. 14. Yeah, yeah 2014. The six. Feet. 06 was the ice storm. The 06 was the ice storm. That that actually that was a perfect example. Like we didn't, we you know we were smaller then. Right. You know? So having 10, 20 guys on a tree job would be like crazy. Right. So then all of a sudden, I, during the October storm, I just called all my friends. I'd be like, yo, you guys want to work? I got, like, this is, there's trees all over the place. Let's drive around. So we went and bought three chainsaws, drove around with our trucks, and cleaned up yards. Oh, nice. Charge whatever you want to charge. Yeah. I mean, it was a state of emergency. People were desperate, So when it's too. a state of emergency, that's what it is. You know, people pay what they want to pay, make insurance claims, not insurance claims. It is what it is. We're going out there. We just handled it. So that was, you know, October storm was mm-hmm. fantastic for Lake Lawson. Oh yeah, you know that's amazing. And just so out was, there grinding. Yeah, I mean, so was the snowstorm. You know, we get six, ten feet of snow. I mean, I, I remember sitting in my house, being like, "Dude, I don't know, is this gonna ever stop snowing?" <laughs> <laughs> it was like up in our roof, or we know so that was a little scary. But you know, that challenge of having your back against the wall, of being pinned in there, and overcoming it, and providing a service that people need making a profit of course we're trying out here making a profit we haven't slept in the last four days we're in a i get a family at home and i'm in a hazardous situation right yeah of course what business isn't going to be trying to make a profit yeah but, outside of us yeah right i'm with you yeah, absolutely I'm trying, I'm trying to figure that out so that's with the storms you know it's safe mm-hmm. being as safe as you can but mm-hmm being in the elements and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, kind of. So are you guys brand loyal when it comes to your equipment? Or do you just take whatever you get? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? Look, look behind you. <laughs> so look set, behind, setting look up at the, the wall. We're setting, setting up the question, man. my friend. We're setting up so that you can dive setting into it. Up, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty loyal on our equipment of, of, our, of our brands. You even got their chairs. Yeah, they gave them to us, yes. They support us. So you can give them a shout-out. That's fine. Well, yeah, Team Steel, of course. <laughs> HR Dills. HR, HR Dills with Kevin. It's Kevin Dills. Yeah. They have good equipment, but me is like the guy ordering everything is the company that you order the stuff from, how they treat you, how good they are, and, like, how loyal they are. Yeah. Like... We wouldn't have steel chainsaws if we didn't have a good dealer where, hey, I need a bar. Mm-hmm. Boom, I'll have you one tomorrow. It's, it's a give and take business, you know. For so, Kevin, for HR Dills, you're saying? Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, he goes out of his way to help, to help us out, hook us up, and that's why we stick with him. Mm-hmm. It's not actually the brand. It's the person that, like the vendor that helps us, you mm-hmm. know. And that's a lot of times that's why we stick with the people. It's not actually the brand, it's the Like Militello's Mike. Yes. Exactly. You Small business we, guy we, that you want to support. We want tires, the guy will have his tires in two days. Mm-hmm. And we call Western Ford all your week out. I mean that's what keeps his company up and running is right. people like Kevin at HR Dills and Militello Mike and that's that's what we're loyal to. Because mm-hmm. they're loyal to us. Yeah. So it's, 
so how did that conversation start when you guys so we're clearly in what we're in right which is a massive pole barn but where did this whole thing start and then how did it grow into this including the equipment because i assume you didn't just like call up team steel and you're like hey send us your best blower you know well we used i don't know it's just sort of been like a our uh we're a team team steel so when you started this whole thing, you're like, there's only one manufacturer we should use just because we, we already... Sort of, yeah, we always used steel chainsaws. Yeah. Sort of never used anything else. We used steel chainsaws. We run John Deere mowers. Before John Deere, we used to write, use right standard. And then you found the out... yellow ones. Yeah, yeah. And then you found out nothing runs like a deer. Oh, they merged as a company. <laughs> that too. Capitalism. Yes. Nailed it. They merged as a company and then they split. And then the John Deere was... And then you had a right standard, which was yellow. Then you had a John Deere that was green. They merged. And then all of a sudden, a John Deere right standard was, whoa, that's a right standard, but it's green. And it has John Deere on it. Same framework. Same framework. Nothing runs like deer. So then we went to John Deere. So the John Deere are the mowers we run. Yeah. The trailers are that we you sort of run the same trailers that we run. And, and uh, this chainsaws are, we run Ford trucks. I'm not like the, a diehard Ford guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if a Chevy's a nice, I like Chevy's. My dad is a Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. We're, I mean, you know. we're, yeah, we're, we're a Chevy nice family. Too. I'm with you. you know. So you grew from the, the shed, which we have pictured. Um, so we can mm-hmm. drop a picture of that too. But the shed is where everything started. Everything was super organized. Yeah. Space was tight. Because it's a shed. And then you ballooned into where you are now, which kind of involved this massive project of clearing land, leveling land, building a pole barn. And what was that? How long did it take you to go from point A to point B? Was this like a pre-Iraq, post-Iraq? Oh, it was post, obviously. It was all post? Okay. Yeah, I think so. I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, it's just sort of like one step I, at a yeah. time. Was just cutting trees down in the snow. I thought he was gonna build like a garage, and then he built this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just it's just a regular shop. It's nothing. Yeah, it's it's nice for us. You yeah. know, it's nice that we're young. Enough it's nice to, for anybody, it's man. It's nice for anyone. It's nice that we're young enough to enjoy it and not young enough to work out of it. Right. Um, it costs money for anything. It's just one step at a time. You know, good things take a while. <laughs> So what's your vision? Are you trying to just use this as like one, is this always going to be kind of like your home base or are you going to kind of like push out? You're seeing the vision right now. You know, am I satisfied? No. Am I where I want to be? No. Am I trying to always improve? Of course. That's the, that's the fun of it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, I'm not satisfied. Am I ever going to be? I don't know. Who knows? But I'm trying to get better, trying to get improve any which way. Do stuff better. Um, we came from the shed and we built this, and then different things happened. You know, Tommy's always been here. Like I told you, mm-hmm. he worked at CSX. He was an iron worker. He's got, he's a professional. History uh, behind him is, so it's not like he just. This is all he did. So he brings everything he did in the past to the table. Mm-hmm. And then we continued to do what we did now. And we're still doing it. Mm-hmm. And then with 
the whole COVID situation. I, I'm a teacher, so we had, it was funny, like when we, I was teaching, all these teachers came up, they're like, dude, we're coming and work for me. I'm like, yeah, sure. I've been asked you guys to come freaking cut down trees with us for the last three years. These freaking <laughs> pussies won't freaking come out and cut a fucking tree down with us. <laughs> all right, let's go. How many times I got to invite you guys? I would come cut trees down with us you know then they're like yeah yeah we're coming i'm like okay sure so now there was nothing to do you know it got all shut down we brought them in and then a lot of them did now now i brought in guys with master's degrees that are and and, and bachelor's degrees that they're professional educators they so can't cousin, put a ladder up <laughs> come on <these> <laughs> so, so they come in like my cousin Greg he runs a business with us he's a guidance counselor he's a professional you know um, but he also does this on the side um, these teachers come in but they don't need to put a ladder up they, they're selling trees jobs and they come in and they work and they do a good job when they're here and it's a little bit of a, some side money for them and sure. I love it and it's great you know one they're getting paid good money two is we're tight mm-hmm. where it's good it is camaraderie and the team steel the team of Lakeview Lawns you know that means something it gives people a purpose you know so it, it's a good uh, it's a good thing so you're a teacher also you had a position before are is most of your staff here part-time or are they full-time uh, what's the break say we got okay. 20 guys 20 10 of them are part-time 10 of them are full-time and that's split up amongst the the three main categories the mowing yes. tree cutting yes yeah. we have a mowing foreman two actually we have three mowing foreman and then we have um one <clears throat> landscape foreman foreman jeff taylor he runs the landscaping division, and then we also do the trees. So the landscape division, is that just like I'll call you up and say, hey, I want to do some, I want to put an island in, in my house. Can you come quote me for that? Is Pretty that, much. Yeah. We never hit the niche of hardscaping. Okay. We don't really do it. You know, it's about finding your niche. Yeah. You know, you find your niche and find out what you can do, what, and that's where we're at nowadays. We know exactly what we do. We tried going through the hardscaping division a little bit. It, we never really found that niche, never really got it. We're sort of past that. I don't think it's going which is not a bad thing. What's not the difference between hardscaping and landscaping? Like pavers, patios, okay. and this gotcha. and that hardscaping. Sure. We're not going to come in and do that. We're a maintenance company in a sense mm-hmm. for our landscaping. We'll do some installs a little bit every now and then a little bit. Our street division exploded with Alex Giovanetio expanding that. The ash bore, a lot of tree calls come in. The sales team from the teachers that were laid off during COVID, they came in, they sold tree jobs, small, medium, and large that we talked about. Mm-hmm. So that expanded with that. Sure. Mowing, you want a mowing contract? How, how big is your yard? Third of an acre. Third? Third of an acre, so it would be like 30, 35 bucks mm-hmm. a cut. So 30. Mowing the contract goes from May 1st, October 31st. That's 26 weeks. 26 weeks times $30 a cut is $780 minus 10%. 702. Be $700 cut your lawn for the season. Nice. Do you do rolling and like treatment no. too or no? no? Okay. No, they yeah, just lay stripes. We sub it out. We got, we, I like when people call, I always like to give them a name, mm-hmm. a number or someone. Jim Mason does our rolling. 
Yeah. Um, aerating, fertilizing, it's like true green. You know, big outfits like that. It seemed like we couldn't, that we never found a niche in that. Sure. I'm not saying that we couldn't make profit on that, but it seemed like. Uh, um, it just didn't make sense. True green, you got to go in that full yeah. throttle. True right. green, you got a true green has that tied up pretty good, yeah. but I know that. Seasonal fertilizers. I know all other companies fertilize, so they must do pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. There's a ton of franchises too. I mean, like it's not to shout them out or whatever, but like Weedman and like all those yeah. other yeah, yeah. massive chains that are across right. the country. Yeah. So yeah, right. it's it's wild. That's really cool though, because you you can basically sit there and self-assess, weed out aspects where you're like, hey guys, what did you think of that job? And if everybody my impression is, if everybody came back and they're like, I never want to do that again, you're just like, we don't have to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. which is, I think, really cool from a retention standpoint, because then your employees would just be like, that's amazing. Like, finally, I have an employer that actually takes positive feedback mm-hmm. and or negative feedback, and then we adjust and shift and then pivot and make different changes, which we see, but it's just us. So if you have a team of 20, it's really cool that you guys are sitting there in that chair having that discussion with them and then you can kind of make adjustments if needed and then grow where it makes sense to grow and then cut fat where you don't want it you know yeah for sure that's awesome yeah, well definitely it's well put cut the fat it is so you always say <laughs> oh it is <laughs> yep you know see where you want to go what do we want what's what's making money what isn't making money i mean are we even doing installs anymore are we, should we even do landscaping how much money are we does it cost to quote caught that seven hundred dollar right. lawn is that even worth it sure you know and it's hard because we talk about it, laugh about it all the time is that that same thirty dollar lawn contract in 1980 was the same thirty dollar lawn contract sure. that same 350 dollar plow contract in 1980 was the same 350 dollar plow contract that's a problem in my eyes and for that seven, <laughs> yeah Infinite seven hundred dollars. You know, you probably got a husband and wife. You got to keep them happy twenty six times. You know, out of the season, right? And it's someone's always going to complain. You cut a tree down, be done with it. Yeah. For the same amount, you know. So it's hit and miss. You know. Yeah. Where we go, cut the know? fat. Are there any are there any trees that you won't cut down like it's just yeah. too tall yeah. or too big? Yeah, <laughs> of course there. Uh, yes. Yeah, we got there. He's is. laughing over there. He knows. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course there is. We got nothing to prove. There's been we walked, <laughs> me and Alex. Why we walked into a big hog? I got nothing to prove. I'm too early old. I can't. I can't even. So, yeah, of course, it's no problem walking away. Even if I bid, you know. That's a smart thing. That's a smart thing. Back in the day, I would never walk away and say I gave this guy a price I'm gonna do no matter whatever it takes I'm gonna get this job done yes I still think like that but in a sense but once if I underbid it if someone bid it wrong if I bid it wrong which I have done and it's out of our league I'm sorry here's your money back I know you're probably not too happy with Lakeview Lawns right now but we can't do this job I don't know what you're thinking. Is it more like how wide and big the tree is, or is it tall that just you just won't do? Just in sense. I mean, we yeah. don't. We're not the biggest powerhouse mm-hmm. tree company. There's other companies that you could probably interview that are bigger, stronger. Have ten bucket trucks, mm-hmm. ten chippers, could handle any tree jobs, cranes, and this and that. 
we don't roll like that. We do the jobs that we could handle mm -hmm. that are Lake few lawns tree jobs. Sure. There's a lot of them out there. We've been doing it for years. Um, so, yeah, there's monster trees in the middle of a porch, fences, roofs. You need a crane. We thrive on manpower, mm -hmm. machine. You know. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? You, I, what can the ants take care of? You cut a big ash tree down. Say, like Tommy said, it's in the middle of nowhere. All right. You cut a big ash tree down. You got to get it taken out of there, one which way. Cut it down. Climb it. Rig it. Crane it. Doesn't matter. Still needs to be cleaned up. Mm -hmm. You know. So we line up jobs that we could handle with and feed. We like we like to pay everyone good. Have a good solid team of of good guys that are loyal that work hard, you know. I would never ask any of the guys to do something I wouldn't do. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. always are coming in, bringing everything they have, doing the best they can. And what else can you ask for that? Right. So we, the manpower makes the cleanup go fast. Sure, you know? that's awesome. I was scrolling through Realtor the other day because I'm never out of the housing market. And I saw a tree in the middle of someone's like house. Like, what oh. are you doing? That has to be a nightmare to even, like, That's pretty cool. if they come over and they're they like, I there. want this. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think so. Or was it? Oh, it was a bank. Well, it's up for yeah. sale. Yeah. And it was just like, what, what would you even do at that point? You would have to. You wouldn't even be able to do anything. Well, that would be a nice one. You'd probably have to take off the <laughs> part of the house. Just send it. Yeah. <laughs> just send it. Nice little burn. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, that that'd be that's one way to do it. We'll just set the tree on fire, not the house, just yeah. the tree. I'm sure it'll work out. Yeah. Specializing it. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys do plowing too? You were saying? Bit, yeah, bit, yeah. Uh, it's just by contract, like somebody can reach out to you and say, the, yeah, well, yeah, for most. Yeah. Do you cap it? Like, what do you mean? But for the most part? Yeah, well, I have a cap. Okay. I have a yeah. cap on the mowing, and I have a cap on the plowing. Okay. So that's nice. A lot of, I went through a lot of years not knowing. I just come on, bring it in, bring it in. We can do everything. And then I realized, you know, you could only spread yourself so thin with plowing. To make money, you got to spread yourself thin. Yeah, because you can't be in four places at once. Right, but you can't. It's so cheap, like I just told you. The 1980, the same $350 plow contract is right. in 1980. That's a problem, you understand? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the whole industry needs to get together, <laughs> and everything needs to be $500. Simple as that. I know the customers don't want to hear it, but it is. Everything's five hundred dollars. Well, the cost it takes to do the plumbing contract increased, so it only makes sense that you would charge people more. Well, yes, but then they insurance, and then they damage. call, and, this, yeah. and then they then they get it for four fifty, for four hundred, three fifty. Mm -hmm. But if the rate's at three fifty, then we're going down to three hundred to two fifty, sure. and this and that, and sweeping everything up. There's a lot of competition, you know. Yeah, because you've got some guys with absolutely no overhead. Yeah. And that, that might be yeah. one of four accounts that they have total. Which is fine. I support, like I told you, I support all entrepreneurs. I support all people that want to go out and work. Right. You know, I'm not bashing them. I'm just saying, let's just bring the number up to $500, and then we can go from there. Yeah. That, you know? that makes sense. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. People can afford it. Well, yeah. 
or just want. grab a shovel and do it yourself. Yeah, we all did growing up. Yeah, really. You yeah. know, just grow up and be an most, adult. Most of the people that have, uh, whatever. Yeah, I know. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. They're from the North Towns and they moved into the South Towns. That's, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so where can people get in touch with you? Do you have a website? What are your social media accounts? Uh, yeah, we, yeah. We, like, we have a sales team of six. We have a small little website that needs to probably be tightened up. I imagine that. <laughs> um, Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just Google Lakeview Lawns and everything pops up. So lakeviewlawns.com is the website. Uh, Lakeview Lawns, Inc., yeah. Lakeview Lawns, Inc., okay. And then on Instagram, it's Lakeview Lawns, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same as Facebook? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't really run those guys, but my cousin Greg does it, and he handles that. Gotcha. Okay. So your cousin runs the social media? Yeah. Good deal. Cool. I did not know that. Awesome. Well, anything else you guys want to add that we didn't talk about? Uh, just like I said, you know, Will built this place from nothing. But he gets nowhere without these employees. Mm-hmm. Like Will said, the loyalty. It's here, there's like no seniority. There's from nothing. You got to go in and you dog shit. The other guy's going to go in there with you. Mm-hmm. Will will do it. He'll do it. He'll do it. Kind of like a team, you know. See one guy struggling, everyone jumps in. That's like the camaraderie. I think I'm not a business guy, but I think that's what makes that successful. Yeah, is we all go to bat for each other, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. Yeah, you know, like if you worked here, this is actually a shitty job to work at. But the guys we work with, it makes it fun. Sure. So to that point, how can somebody come work for you how if they you? were, yeah, if they were interested? You gotta, you gotta know somebody, Derek. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta pass the initial test. Can you do a pull up? Yep. Did you play a sport ever in your life? And can you keep up? Yeah. I think those are the three main things that you guys look for. And if you got over a C average, <laughs> keep it moving. <laughs> The full right. ti- the full timers behind us are just dying laughing. They're like, "Oh my god, it's All not right. it's like it's not what we're looking for, but it's exactly what we're looking for." Right. We're looking for the C, the C minus. Yeah, yeah I think, you know, they maybe got kicked out of English class or failed failed English class once or twice. I had a tough t- tough go at kindergarten. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Would they just reach out to you on your social media if they were interested? It's uh. I look at it as recruiting. As mm-hmm. I look at it as I'm, I'm Nick Saban recruiting Alabama, recruiting <laughs> the the staff, the the great the greatest uh, players I could find. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to fit. You got to have a niche to work here. You got to fit in. You know, and it's what well, and you recruit within. You know, sure. a lot of the guys, friends, families. Alex Jovanetti worked here. Now three of his cousins work here. Uh, always cousins with everyone in Derby, so that's not saying anything. <laughs> but <laughs> you might even be related to yeah, you're probably related. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, a friend that you know, it's a, it's a buddy system. Come in, get a buddy that works here. Then, you know, the you know, and um, just like Tommy said, the camaraderie, the the, the the team. You know, it's it's for real. You know, so and the tree team's nice. The tree, our tree teams, you got guys like 
think our youngest employee could probably be McGuire. Spencer? How old Spencer? Spencer? Spencer. Spence. Yeah. He just graduated high school? He's an animal. Hmm. He's an animal. Skinicki, 19. He goes to RIT. Spencer is working here. Um, our oldest employee is 50. Coach Mize, he's 47, I think. You know, we're in our 40s. There's other guys in our in their 30s. Mm -hmm. It's a nice. It's nice. It's nice to have. A nice mix. Oh yeah. Just because you're 50, you come in, you work hard all day. It's great. You fit right in. If you're 20, you still got to work just as hard as that 50 year old. Right. You fit right in. So it's a nice, it's a nice team. Mm -hmm. Of, I don't know. You know anyone else else that has like it? This guy here, <laughs> he, he was a cashier before he started it. He's the hardest working employee we got. Monty, why don't you come over here? You want? We gotta have He's Monty. Come on in, Monty. Come on. <laughs> Here it comes. Yep. He's just a bundle of love. Pulling a shirt, just ripping it. Yep. <laughs> He's crushing. Fucking guy you over me in your life. You gotta put these on. Yeah, put those on. Tell him. I'm gonna ask you a couple questions. Tell him what you think. Here's the next oh, time. I wish you still had your juice roll on. I know, you cut your hair and everything, man. Yeah, no, I definitely had some wicked hair before. So, <laughs> so state, state your full name so that our state listeners name, understand son. what's going on. State your name, son. Uh, Matthew Monaco. Why, why are you acting like you're in yeah, an interrogation? Speak up. Speak up. <laughs> I know, say it with your chest, man. You good? Matthew Monaco. There you go. Pit team, tree service, lawn mowing, a.k.a. the chode. <laughs> How long have you been working here? Three years. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? I mean, you're, you're fairly new, and you came into this alpha male dojo. I mean, I feel like it's not like that. We all just love working hard. I was born in Lakeview and I like lived there my whole entire life and the fact that I get to work for the company called Lakeview Lawns is freaking awesome I love it everyone right. here just freaking loves dominating working hard and we get after it we freaking love it every second <laughs> we get after it and then you can play basketball too if you want hell yeah, yeah. downtime a lot, of down, a lot of downtime playing basketball <laughs> for the tree jobs for a few hours <laughs> that's amazing so what was one of the craziest things that you've encountered working here um just dropping big trees we've had yeah. some bigger big trees where if we got an open field just take it down and I mean it can be a loud noise a lot of neighbors are like what the hell just happened but just I don't know just dropping a big tree and uh, yeah we get after it so I gotta ask since I have the experts here if the tree does fall in the middle of the woods and no one's around to hear it does it make a sound <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely there it is not only in Buffalo but in North Carolina apparently because for some odd reason you just dropped that bomb on us <laughs> I had absolutely no idea you went down to North Carolina or for training or yeah anything about Montana nothing oh yeah 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 absolutely wild well anything else that you want to add no I think I think it's great I think what you guys are doing is great happy hour podcast it's a pretty cool thing appreciate I'm it glad man. that you guys yeah. uh, came out reached out to uh Mike Egan, he's the one that got us in contact oh, yeah. originally, and then obviously I watched podcast for our boy uh, Mark Byers, who mm -hmm. we all hear that Lakeview Lawns thinks he's a hero, and he's the real deal. So that's like, the hero of uh, this town, in this city, in a sense. Um, but no, I, like I said, I watched your podcast. Thought it was a great thing. I, I don't think there's anything else that. I want to talk about this. Cool. Yeah, I want to talk about it. No, good deal, man. LVL's the best. LVL's the best. Oh, yeah. And you guys just grind and rip it. 
Always grinding. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, man. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Everybody, if you have any of your landscaping needs, lawn care, or tree removal, hit them up. LVL Land, uh, Lakeview Lawns. Thank you. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thank you. Of course. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.